Fine. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Very tired, but we move. <laughs> what have you been doing that you're tired? Busy. Um, I love my stuff. Obviously, I don't know if you know, but because you're not super active on Instagram. But I post yes, like three active. videos a week. Um, I shoot, edit those by myself. Obviously, I did those by myself. <laughs> Producer! Are you here for unsolicited opinions? Looking for someone to lay out your complaints about everything? Here for jokes, vibes, intelligence, everything you can't just get in other places? Wow. <laughs> Congrats. You're in the right place because I, Stephanie Noma Umbacho, is here with the SNM podcast to talk and talk and never stop talking. Do have a wonderful time listening. I love you. <laughs> Yeah. How is that coming along? Um, I think the beautiful part of the process is that the everything that makes you uncomfortable for the most part, there's just growth mm-hmm. from it. So I've seen a lot of growth in myself and in my work. So that makes you me happy. But it's definitely exhausting, man. Yes. Tell me. You're talking and then they don't even know who you are. Like yeah, that's true. What? That's true. <laughs> That's on you. You're supposed to introduce me. I'm sorry. My podcast, honestly, my podcast is not. It does. I don't have a way of recording. Yeah, doing I things. Just, Fair enough. I want people to just be free, like laughs yeah. and whatnot. I don't want it to be very professional. I just Stuffy. want it to be yeah. fun. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, let's let's know who you are. Okay, so my name is Chinasa Anukam. Um, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Chinasa underscore Anukam. Um, I am a stand-up comedian, writer, actress, producer, all-round content creator, honestly, rapper. Like, <laughs> hey! I do a lot. Nicki Minaj but is shaking. When, you, when you carry the mic like this, she's shaking. That's why she has, <laughs> oh, not, she has not come out in February. She's scared of you. I'm screaming. Go. <laughs> but that's great. Like, honestly, I've been seeing your works. Because, you know, I don't use Instagram a lot. But thank God yeah. you actually post them on Twitter as well. Yeah. So I've been seeing your works and I know like you always kill me. The auntie one, the boyfriend now, nah, you always kill me. And it's very Thanks, creative sis. because obviously Thank like you. it's very relative. I really do love it. And now Thanks, speaking of works, speaking of how you um um juggle between all these things, being a producer, actor and whatnot. I remember one time you were telling me when we had our interview on live, you were telling me that Obviously, like you're working on a project and you want me to be in it. I mean, I have not forgotten, you know. Because me, I, I know you we have, have to blow together. We have to blow together. <laughs> <laughs> How's that one coming along? <laughs> it's coming along well, but I think what I've found um, is when you're someone that like has a lot of ideas, or maybe you do a bunch mm-hmm. of things, mm-hmm. it's very important to give yourself focused goals. If not, mm-hmm. you'll be trying to do everything and then just and then they yeah. end up doing nothing. And then you're producing work you're not proud of or inspired mm. by because you're just, you're mm. only one human being. You cannot feel like 50 cups. So for yeah. me, I gave myself three goals this year. And okay. another really good thing about the goals is they're recurring goals. So it's not like, oh, I've accomplished you and I have to move on. It's things that, goals that serve each other and goals that are recurring. So I have to keep accomplishing it throughout the year. And just focusing it in that way has really helped me to be able to. Yeah. Like, like said, me, sir. 
just put out the best work I can put out because I'm just like, mm-hmm. fam, I can do it's so many things. My brain is never off. That's one of my biggest problems. Like, that's why I don't rest. I'm constantly thinking of ideas. And yeah, you're yeah, constantly like, thinking of plays, what to do. skits, yeah. stand up comedy. Because there's nothing people don't appreciate. All these things are different art forms. Like, what it yeah. takes to do stand up comedy is very different from what it takes to make a skit, very different from what it mm-hmm. takes to write a script, it's very different mm-hmm. from what it takes to act. Yeah. And do you know the so, funny yeah. thing? For you, and you know, now that you even speak about this, actually a whole lot. And I'm glad that we're, t- we're speaking about creativity, like content and whatnot. Yeah. I was in, I was at work because I work in a film production company, and okay. I was at work, and we had some comedians come in for to shoot for funny Africa pics, and then when they came in, like, yeah, didn't do very well because you're obviously you're supposed to make us laugh, and you were not really. I don't know if I'm supposed to say this, but you were not for me as a person. Like I wasn't laughing, but yeah. so do you know what it takes to do something and people and people are actually that's content that's creativity that's talent like if if, if there's anything i'm gonna do i'm going to actually applaud comedians because do you know what it is to make nigerians who are who are suffering you know what it is to make them laugh like laugh something else people don't appreciate about comedy is that Mm -hmm. comedy is the only art form that people already come with a certain expectation with a film right you don't know if it's going to make you cry. You don't know if it's going to make you yes. laugh. You don't know if it's going to be funny. Yes. You don't know. Yes. Like comedy, people come and they're like, make me laugh. So you're already, make even me working, laugh. Yes. You're already even working with an expectation, which is not normally how a lot of creative things exist. And the second thing is also, you're talking about everyday things. It's not as if you're talking about anything that only you has experienced. So you have to take yeah. things that people experience and make it funny yeah. to them. And, and make, make it, it fresh. Funny, like, no, and no. make it comedy, comedy a different perspective. Oh, it requires a lot of... I would say the first thing... the There's a lot of things that it takes to be a great stand-up comedian specifically. Because that's another thing people don't understand. Stand-up and skit yeah. comedy are very different. But to well, be a very okay. good stand-up comedian, I would say first, you have to be a good writer. Because a lot of these jokes is the delivery, is the language, is the, it's mm-hmm. even in your body language. It's just so mm-hmm. many things that work together to make people just be like, ah, nah, this is really funny. But okay. it's, it's a lot more intellectual than people would think. Yeah. But that's, that's, it's crazy. It's crazy. And I really do, I really do appreciate you guys, like you people that do comedy. And then, yeah, you were saying something about like having focus. And that's one problem that I had because I know, you know, when you know, you, you know, you are big, you are big when you know that you're big. Me, I know <laughs> that I am a, <laughs> I know that I am very talented. Yeah. But my cousin was telling me that I have to take my time. Obviously, I'm 21, which a lot, yeah. I don't know why people on the internet have refused to believe that I'm 21 year old. Like, I'm actually that is their business. I don't, now I don't know why they think you. I'm 27. I don't like how 27, how you don't even look because 24. of the way I talk, the way I reason, the way I criticize. And whatnot, you just think I'm old. Yeah, like, you don't yeah. want to believe that I'm a young girl criticizing <laughs> like that. Yeah. Anyways, my cousin, my cousin was like, I should take my time. I should do something. I know she knows that I can do it all. Yeah. But I should I should focus on one, build that one, then move on to the next. That's why I decided to focus on my podcast. Before I was not very, you know, I was not very consistent with how I, I post. Like I my post once once in two months. But I was like, I told I spoke to myself. I was like, Stephanie. You're going into this world. Like, people are you and whatnot. Like, you want, you know who you want to be. You know what you want to be. So, you have to maybe concentrate on your podcast. From podcast, you can now move to, like, writing. Because I write, too. I've written a lot. 
and you know just do it one step at a time because if you're juggling everything at the same time you want to be perfect obviously you are i know that you're a perfectionist i don't know i just have that vibe that you change as well, you're a perfectionist so imagine wanting to do everything at the same time and like maybe one is not as perfect as you bad i don't yeah. know how to explain but you will now feel bad so i just feel like if even if you have that talent if you, if you can do everything at the same time i just feel like maybe as a person you should maybe focus on this and like when he hits you now move on to the next and yeah. why i even learned it is rihanna did it you know rihanna focused on music then she went to fashion no then she went to, i think she went to beauty then now she's in fashion like she's entering everything like just do one and when they know you for that one they will obviously want to look up or look forward to the next yeah but I like think another I, side I, of it as well okay. is with most things I'm trying to do or with most things you're trying to do, there are also ways to marry your skills. For example, okay. right, let's say Faust, for example. Like, Faust knows that he's funny and he knows that he mm-hmm. can rap. So he started yeah. with, like, funny rap. Sometimes he has, sometimes he'll just go and give us, like, straight rap at Remember that he's a rapper. Sometimes he'll go comedy. You know what I yeah. mean? And that's yeah. brain. Yeah. And that's balance. Yeah. And I, I find that what, even with, like, skits, for example, it's comedy show, but you're acting. You're the one that wrote it. So it's like mm-hmm. it's different levels and then you are ending up growing all those skills mm-hmm. at the same time mm-hmm. you're doing one thing. Mm-hmm. Even this thing I'm saying I showed this year, like the reason it was the first thing I shot before my film, before my TV show, before anything else, I'm like, it marries a lot of my skills. Yeah. And it's always just good to, creativity is like exercise, I always say, like you have to work it out. Even if, yeah. and that's why a lot, of, a lot of people say like, how do you become good at writing? Just write every day, even if it's rubbish. Even if you just write one page and it's just like whatever, whatever. Because yes. I even bust your mind. I never, ever, ever, as in if you told me, like, what you know, say you'd be a stand up comedian, you do stand up comedy, or you even do comedy mm-hmm. in any context, I'd have been like, which way? Like, I'd have been like, for where? <laughs> you don't be like, what? Me saying, I beg, get out. Not even I beg, get out, because if you look at my personality, it makes sense that I can do it. But I just never even conceptualized it. Just because of Nigerian, just so many things that there's no time to go into. But what's so, crazy? What is I started study? writing. What did you study right? in uni? I'm sorry. I studied law, honey. I studied law, so I'm not even close. Okay. <laughs> I studied law, but what happened is, okay. So after uni, I was like, I know I don't want to practice this law, but if I come back to Nigeria, my parents are going to make me go to law school. So what can I do? Then I knew that mm-hmm. I love to teach. I love to teach kids, and I used to work with kids yeah. in like low-income community so like a lot of the black and like brown children so i was just like i love spending time with those children let's say they'll be predicted c they will not get an a i just like like Mm -hmm. children anyways so i got a job in dc i was teaching right that was going to be for a year when the year finished i was like well this was nice but like i love the children but that's like the job aspect of it i'm not even interested like i really can't Mm -hmm. so what are you gonna do i was like okay and I was facing one of my friends and I was telling him about a script I wanted to write. And he was like, mm-hmm. oh, this um, our other friend is also writing a script, blah, blah, blah. Cool. Started working on my script. Now, I, I, was, I used to think of jokes when I was writing the script, but I was just like, oh, let me write this as in it to be funny as a scene. Let me just mm-hmm. write this down just in case it will go in a scene or to go in a film. I never like wrote jokes down for them to be jokes. Meanwhile, two years after that, when I started, when I said, okay, this year, I'm going to just be brave, go and try this thing. I already had jokes that I've been writing for two years. Okay. Just in my notes. So when I now said, okay, I want to try it, it wasn't just such a task. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, where did we start from? Because I'd already written yeah. this down. With no yeah. plan of even using it for comedy. 
So that's why I'm always just like, one thing that I would say is very valuable to anyone that's in any creative industry, write all of your ideas down. I'm telling you. I lost my yeah. phone and I almost cried because I lost so many of these notes. But when I was starting... Yeah, if, I, if, I, if I literally lose my phone, I would... Girl, I, I cloud backup. I cloud backup. Have backup. I think I should do that. I think I should even type... I should have have it on my laptop. Because yeah. if, I, if I think about something, I have to write it down. If I'm write not it my down phone, immediately. I have to write it down yep. or type it. Like, yep. Because those things might come like you might have your moment you might have exactly also have like creativity like block like you might just have a writer's block or whatnot so you have to yep. write it down meaning it comes to your mind then maybe you um, start german um what what english am i do you know what's funny i studied english and i don't even know the words i don't even know what <laughs> lexicon to use <laughs> you know you know german what is the word? do you know nothing is even know. funny okay so 2020 pandemic hit i was in drama school in new york Mm-hmm. I had just qualified for a comedy competition with like a very big American network that I'm not allowed to mm-hmm. see for legal reasons. And I had gotten a scholarship somewhere. Next thing, pandemic, all of those opportunities disappeared. And I was literally having what you see, what you're calling creative. Yes. I, was just like, I don't feel don't like punish Corona, sure. I don't Can't know what's going lie. on. And I literally told myself, okay, you know what? The only answer I have right now is that I have really dope ass conversation with my friends. So I'm just going to start a show on Instagram Live called Conversation with Friends, which you've been on. Yeah. Literally from starting Conversation with Friends, I was like, oh, you know what? Maybe start putting content out online. I started doing one thing of, it's called How to Nigeria. And when a Nigerian man says this, he means just different things. That mm-hmm. started doing well. I was like, oh, let me post monologues. So that's what I'm always saying. Like, I, even this rap now, if you told me that if I released any rap, but just from making TikToks and from watching mm-hmm. this verse, I was like, oh, I really like this verse. Let me try and write mm-hmm. something. I wrote that thing in 30 minutes. The next day, I called my friend who is the producer. I was like, I'm coming to the studio. I don't know what I'm doing there, but I'm sure coming. First try, yeah. did all of that. Just, and it's just yeah. like, honestly, if people are just more open to just explore, because I, I find like yes. a lot of people tell me, I don't know what I want to do. Of course, you don't know. You're 20, you're 21. What have you experienced? And what yeah. I always tell people as well is nothing comes from nothing. Always put yourself in a space to be inspired. Always put yourself in a... Like, just literally start from what you know. Okay, all I know is that I enjoy having conversation with my friends. Look at how simple it is. Start having conversation with friends. From conversation with friends, different things that would have happened in those different time periods inspired me to start different things. The same way I told you, I just wrote stuff down. The next thing, I was like, okay, try stand-up comedy. And I already had the material. And then now, it's my full-time job. I get paid to do it. So... Crazy. It's, it's actually insane. But just by listening to yourself, as I'm saying that, like, there's so much mm-hmm. honesty. There's a reason, for example, now me, I care about comedy, or you, you care about scripts, or somebody else, you care about singing, or has the talent to sing. And that's just because whoever you believe in, God, the universe, the gifts have been given to us. And the map to unlocking what you're supposed to be doing, what your purpose is, where your life is going is really like looking inward and exploring all those things yeah. like okay what do i like what am i gifted at start from there and i find that honestly you even surprise yourself and just give yourself permission to explore anything don't feel like anything is to say oh my god i'm not a rapper if i start rapping now won't i look silly be happy to look silly my first stand-up comment yeah. people are always like guy how did you start doing stand-up comedy? like you need so much bravery I'm just like, okay. Yes, you need bravery. Imagine, imagine, imagine cracking jokes and they're not laughing. Like, Girl, God. and this is within, this is in London. This is not even in Nigeria. This is with Oyibo people. As in, 
and you know their jokes are different from our jokes Mm. so you have to look into what they would consider funny like but i never think that's why i said what i really like about the job is is a consistent confronting of fear and i feel like when you confront fear consistently you reduce its power like honestly i can say that there's nothing me i'm like anything i'll try it like literally first of all i'm that bitch (laughs) let's just start from there but even if it's something as long as i have an interest and i'm ready to do the work try it like and the truth is once you start you can only go up so why are you scared of failing why are you scared of not it not being perfect when you can only go up just literally think of the growth that will come from putting yourself through the process of just doing the work i'm telling you it's insane yeah, it's that's insane. when I first started using TikTok. I was just there, like, what is this app? I don't even know what's going on. I've never felt so millennial. Do you know, I don't like, I like, I don't like TikTok. So Girl, I don't, like TikTok. I don't use it. Like, I, I even, even I downloaded it like a week ago because I wanted to watch a particular thing. Like, I wanted to complete it, but I don't like it because I don't have an account. But my cousins are like, I should start, I should have an account, I should just start something. But yeah. I don't like because I just feel like TikTok is a racist app. I'm just so sorry. Like, but I don't know. I don't know. Because when I see people who use TikTok, obviously, you people are so brave. But for me as a person, I don't think I can use TikTok because it's so racist. They did something that really annoyed me during the Black Lives Matter movement. Like, they took out all the ho- all the hashtags. Like, why would you do that? People are trying to... There are some people who cannot obviously go out there for different reasons, but they're trying to yeah. protest online. And you are blocking the hashtags. Like, what are you actually doing? The same way they did that. The same way Instagram yeah. blocks answers. Like, TikTok Instagram, blocks Black Lives Matter. Nah, I think, like, but that's the thing, right? I think the other yeah. side of this is, is the solution to it to just not be in those spaces. It's by occupying those spaces that we can take control of the narrative. You personally don't have to be on it, but I think that people being on it there still has merit because yeah. all, you, all we have in this life is our voice and the stories yeah. we tell ourselves. Yeah. And it's very important that there are black creators also telling, also saying things. If not, <laughs> we'll be viewing ourselves through the lens of white men and which is just how the world currently is. So yeah. Yeah. And what yeah. I like TikTok is it's 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 the only app that I that your audience is truly global. I feel like Twitter, if you're on Twitter, you're on like Nigerian Twitter, you're on black Twitter, Instagram is like, okay, your friends and by extension mm-hmm. their own friends. But TikTok, mm-hmm. honestly, someone can wake up today in Kenya, watch a video, Australia, India. So me, I everything I'm doing, I do it with a global mind. That's I don't true. localize anything That's I'm doing. True. Like now that you've mentioned that particular thing, that makes sense. Jesus, what is I? It does, and that's the thing. You just need to realize the whole world is your audience. Don't count yourself out because you think, oh, I'm in Nigeria, I'm in Africa. There are people that are waiting to hear what you have to say. There are people that are just looking for your energy. So Jesus, that makes you have sense. To, you have to give yourself as much of a platform as possible. Like literally, a video I posted. I would say maybe it's at least over a month now I posted that video. Randomly, it just started doing well on TikTok. And because of that, it just started doing well on Instagram. And now I'm having people that are watching the video from South Africa, Kenya, UK. So me, I'm just like, girl, put yourself anywhere you can put yourself, period. Because you give yourself, once you have a platform, then you can drown out all the other noise that you don't like. That's so, crazy. I think, I, okay, now that you've mentioned it, I'm going to, now I'm going to contradict myself, but I should... I should open my Girl, you didn't contradict like, yourself. You just I'm not even, I'm not even trying to limit myself to the Nigerian audience. Like, exactly. like the, what I'm looking at, I'm looking at people that seem very impossible to get, but I will get them. 
with yep. time. Like yep. honestly, because I don't want my audience to just be from Nigeria or Africa. I want I want to be global, baby. Like I want to be global. Period. <laughs> For somebody who has been in like the industry, like what do you think is the problem with Nollywood? I just want to know. Okay. Um I would say, and I don't know if it's you I had this conversation. I don't know. I feel like we had this conversation already or not. But I would say, like, the issue with Nollywood, I feel, is, like, they've perfected how to tell one story. Ah, bro. Which is, okay, a girl a girl is coming from the village. She's kind of, like, attractive, but mm-hmm. you can't really tell. And she's respectful. Mm-hmm. And there's a girl in the city. Mm-hmm. And not every girl in the city is rude. Not every girl from the village is respectful. Not every... It's just like there's so much breadth of stories in Nigeria. Like we mm-hmm. we cannot point to any Nigerian thing now that we say, okay, it's showing our it experience out. being young. No, that is just mm-hmm. literally showing what it's like to be a young mm-hmm. person in Nigeria. And mm-hmm. it's just like we have to watch American things and relate a little bit, but not all not yeah. fully, but it's yeah, just like, not in an African way, not in a Nigerian way. What Nigerian series do you watch and feel like, oh, as a young woman in Nigeria? About my experiences have spoken to none. my story my sister and it's just none. about people being willing to throw money behind these stories and if the people at the top are convinced that the only story they'll do well is okay somebody's a good girl somebody's a bad boy they now met all of a sudden they now became a good yeah. boy they now married it's just like even, even all now those that stuff they are... are fine yeah but that's not the only story that's not like the there's more stories story. than like, marriage that's why even a lot of old like actresses in Nollywood. When you reach a certain age, they're playing mother, stepmother, wicked stepmother. Do you know how much range? Very Why can't we play someone that never got their pension and then went on a rampage and I don't know did some stuff? Let me not say anything before they say I'm advocating anybody to hit anybody <laughs> up. But like that's fiction. Like stories need to transport you to a space, to a time, need to evoke certain emotions in you, and we just mm-hmm. don't invest in good storytelling as much as we should or just a variety of storytelling like nigerian secondary school do you know how unique of an experience that is i mean boarding school why have we not done anything on that there's so much material there yeah true but i think even things like you know growing up and the dynamics Mm -hmm. of your parents are changing again Mm -hmm. about dressing again about going out graduating uni and not having a job depression mm-hmm. like which which shows are tackling these issues in a way that we're like yeah yeah I this feels authentic this feels nigerian this feels fresh yeah. so it's just a thing of even if the production quality has gone up the video quality has gone up they showed a uh, lucky coiling bridge in every scene okay but the story <laughs> The main thing is always the story. And that's the thing. We're always focused on the... It's like even restaurants in Nigeria. That the ambience, they'll put swing, they'll bring iPad. Okay, but your food is mm-hmm. trash. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not here for the what, swing. What, what, The main and thing even now, is the food. The main thing is the now, story. And if the it, story is the content, is not, it's the same way they keep bringing the same motherfucking... I'm so sorry to curse, but not, they mm-hmm. bring the same actors. Oh, my God. And they, they, they've already put them they've already it's like so stereotypical like okay this person yeah this is this, they type this past, people. It's very but another thing is if you if you even want to say you know what is a business we have to make our money that's fine look at how they do it in mm-hmm. america for example and england and just the west in general films yeah you put known people but tv shows who do we know in game of thrones before it came out 
Who didn't know in Mad Men? They use TV shows to break out new people. Yes. Why can't we adopt that formula? Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Even Literally. if you take a film, you understand you have to do box office. But and that's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. I just feel like people that think this way are not at the highest level of things, and people at the highest level yeah. of things still have an old school mentality about things and people are also happy to be the only person doing something like i don't know people are yes. happy for their own studios released really yes that's films. just happy as far as i'm the only person chopping money like the sky is too big for everybody so i think flat. that you, you you would need someone at the top that's really passionate about yeah. storytelling young people nigerian identity do you know how much we can use cinema to even unpack Nigerian identity and what that means? Who, which, which TV show are they discussing, like, tribal religious differences on the way they are like, oh, this will make us as a collect, this will raise our collective mm-hmm. consciousness. This will make mm-hmm. us think about how to be better people. Mm-hmm. Like, all of us saw this trailer that Marvel just released now. I didn't know that you oh. have to get the humanity, the emotions. Is what the good when you watch the production, when you understand the content, when you understand the message, the yeah. good bumps you have, the like, characters, and yeah, that's another thing. Like, that's why I can't really blame because a lot of people say, Oh, these people cannot act, these people cannot. What kind of characters are you giving them? What kind of and are you now uh, because when, like, when you, when you even try to even now artists, switch what they are usually used to, it's to like, Oh my god, if you're an attractive woman, you're the bitch, yeah, or you're a gold digger. Oh, yeah, desperate yes. for marriage. Okay, is there no other type of Nigerian woman? <sighs> You're speaking my mind. You are because I so, had a project. I had a project in when I was still in university. We yeah. just had to write about like random things that we thought about. And I wrote about like Hollywood and Hollywood. The way the production, like how it goes, because I've been on set a couple of times, like a whole lot of times. The production, the kind of budget that they have. And I even used Endgame, Marvel Endgame. Like um, Avengers Endgame to classify. Do you know how much they spent in making the movie? And do you know how much they end at the end of it? That's I think that's the highest um box office. Was it box office or netting gross ever in the whole world? And then you come to Nollywood and you see that oh, their budget. And I think what people don't understand as well for a is, movie. I think what people also fail to appreciate mm-hmm. is film gives you a context for a place before you even go there. Most mm-hmm. many people that have never been to New York know what Times Square is because of yes. film. The Eiffel yes. Tower because of film. It's a cultural export. It's mm-hmm. a way to cement and solidify your country, your culture, mm-hmm. your slangs in pop culture. So film is very important. But that's what I'm saying. We're not in a society that appreciates and understands the importance Nigerians, of film. Nigerians are not willing to grow. They're not willing to learn. They're very stagnant. I think they people just enjoy... The, the stereotypical um oh the lady's this she's a this the man is that the wicked mother like it's, it's just crazy. like what's up like when I saw um Shola Shobowal in King of Boys I was shocked and people were like I'm, I don't understand why you're shocked I said guy me I don't watch your rebuff I didn't really watch Nollywood growing up so I've seen mm-hmm. her in a few things but I never yeah. knew she was this good she's so good look at how she's she commanded good. everything in that movie and that's because you're giving her a character that she can she really... really stood out like she no really she stood did out. Uh-huh. no she did she really did she did she did she really did like, but i think also like i think our industry is young um mm-hmm. so it's also going to be a time thing but it also just requires people that are passionate about film storytelling mm-hmm. and that have mm-hmm. the money 
to enter all these industries because as an idea of day, it's all money. It's all it's a all numbers money. game. It's all the, the budget. It's all a like numbers game. To, I'm like, telling you. The where where you want like what 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 if you want something you to want be good to quality? To yeah, they yeah. have to put the money that behind kind of thing. It. I was speaking to was it Jola or Justin Uji? I don't know. I was speaking to one of them, and then they they were saying that one problem is like if I think I think it was Jola because Jola was saying to me that one problem she has noticed in the industry is. You people like you know how we now. I don't even like to call myself an aspiring anything. I won't say I'm an aspiring actor. I'll say I'm an actor because I'm not aspiring to be. I've, I've already been on set. And then one thing about people like me who are just starting like the industry, who are just coming to the industry, maybe we want to work with the biggest names. We, like we would we will not do anything yet until we get to the biggest names. And I think Jada was now saying that even if you haven't gotten to that big name yet. You should try. There are people out there who are creatives who are not known. We should try to work with ourselves. No, hundred percent. Maybe the problem at the end of the day is going to be like the money, but we should work with ourselves because even us who are not as famous are more are are usually ten like hundred percent of the time are more creative than those people who have already been on TV. Like when we work on ourselves, when we try to get the budget and whatnot, like we will bring out the best in ourselves. Like and. If one problem with people who are, you know, upcoming in quotes, we always want to look for the big name instead of us working with people that obviously you see, we are easy to get. They understand they they understand the role, they understand their passion and whatnot. Like it's just scary. Like when you think about Hollywood, you think about Hollywood, just think about the industry. Not only is it toxic, because it's actually very toxic. You are you are asked to do things that you genuinely don't want to do, and after you do that. You, it will not be nonsense. Like, like, bro, it's crazy. That's also why I, I, I always say to people, and I always say, like, I could have never just been an actor. Mm-hmm. It was very important to me that I write as well. Mm-hmm. Because it's just like, you have to be able to create opportunities for yourself. Like, mm-hmm. even with all this, like I told you, with all these kids and everything I'm doing, I'm acting there. I did a play last year. I don't know if you saw it on IG Live with my friend. We did, we did a play on IG Live. And I'm going to do another one um, mm-hmm. very soon. And I think I'm gonna be there. Ah, like if you look at the music video industry for like a lot of these like younger what people call alter mm-hmm. artists, is their friends that are writing the videos, their friends that are creative directing, their yes. friends. I think yes. young people are trying in Nigeria. We just want some form of support. But the yes. thing is, because even me, for example, now um when I first decided, okay, I want to act, whatever, I said, okay, let me move to Nigeria because it's gonna be easier to get into something here first. Let yes. me move to Nigeria act something and say this is actually what i want to do or i'm just romanticizing it in my head yeah okay so that year i had an idea for a show my cousin works at she works at uba so she knew somebody that she knows one of the red tv um persons so she mm-hmm. connected us and we had a meeting it was a very good meeting and he was like see honestly this idea is very good oh i like the idea but if i take it to my boss she'll ask me who are you and if I can't, if I don't, if I can't justify that, then it won't be greenlit. And so that's the thing. I feel like people are struggling to do so much by themselves. Mm-hmm. A lot of these things cost money. If you want to do mm-hmm. these things on level, you want to do them. Even this show I shot this year, and I was crowdfunding, crowdfunding money for so long. Finally got a donor. Something very mm-hmm. tragic happened to him. He couldn't donate again. It's still my dad. They ended up donating for me to do this project. So it's just difficult. Crazy. 
And again, you collaborate some people and you just wish you would have you just wish that the day you met them, you'd never even have met them. So it's just a process, man, because people mm-hmm. are just trying to mm-hmm. guard their 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 selves, their hearts, their mental health, yeah. their work. Yeah. Yeah. It's so many yeah. things, yeah. honestly. Yeah. It's just but it's just genuinely. more difficult than it needs to be. But I think the more we push ourselves to do things, the more we'll inspire and encourage other people, and the more we will learn stuff on the job that will allow us to do better hopefully when we get in, into positions of influence or at least understand what the struggle is but genuinely i would lo- like you know how i'm saying it now i think i'm joking i want to work with you i there are a lot of people that i want to work with there's ibukun she she writes no she's a spoken word artist like just there's, there's just a lot of people who do a lot of yeah. stuff and I would want to work with them so that people will see that being a creative is not is not just, you know, you know, in those days when you say, oh, you want to be a writer, you want to be an actor, say, God forbid, you must be a lawyer, you must be a doctor, you must be an engineer. I want people to see, you know, not just the surface. Like, I want people to go yeah. in, like, to know that it's a lot of work that we put into that's this. A, a that's talent. a huge part of my own. Because it's the industry. And do you know what it is to entertain people? That's what I'm telling you. Everybody wants to look down the industry, but all you have stressed is music you're listening to, it's yeah. film you're watching, it's comedy yeah. you're laughing at. Like, yeah. art literally elevates the human experience. It elevates the yeah. life experience. It, yeah. it, it makes it easier to yeah. um, go through. It makes it easier to bear. So yeah. that's another big part of like what I'm trying to achieve with everything I'm doing, to really intellectualize yeah. creativity. It's yeah. very, it's an extremely intellectual job. And I think the more we have these kind of conversations with ourselves. I think people are already even starting to get to more, but like I said, the more we have the conversations, the more people understand. Mm-hmm. I think, obviously, there's just a generational gap in thinking, but I think now, seeing how far, like, people like Rema Temps, like, seeing what he can do for somebody's life, yeah. I don't think anybody in our generation is looking down on art again. Like, it's just like, yes. if you have the talent... Yes, go you have for the it. talent, go for it. Yes, yes. Because like, the sky yeah. is truly your limit. Like, social media has changed everything. The fact that Adele was singing Thames' song to her, do you know how mad that is? Bruh. Do you Bruh. know how mad Adele? Adele, so Grammy just like, then imagine me now limiting myself. Nah, <laughs> forget it. I don't even know how, how she was not even shaking. I, I said, I don't know how she did. I would have literally peed on myself. Shaking, like, you know, I would have I mean Adele. Not even Adele. I'm sorry, but not a not a celebrity. A like a known in the whole world. It's Guys, don't ever understand. It's just about the personality that is Adele. Adele is literally she's the kind of person that you know there's some celebrities that like you want to be their friend. Adele is one of those ones. Just cool. Rihanna, Adele. Like there's some people that if I meet them, I'll just be like, God. You've taken by, my by chance with Rihanna, like she's my best friend. I'm so sorry. Literally, so Rihanna. Sorry. Like I can't let that kind of the baddest bitch to ever live. The baddest think... to ever do it. Mm-hmm. Please, uh, there are some opportunities that I mean, no, I love myself because I'm very. If I get to meet any celebrity, a lot of maybe celebrities have gotten to me. I cannot let them slip away. I can't. Like you have to be my friend forever. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> you are stuck here with me. Me and you, Bestie you have to right. be friends. Yes. But anyways, it was great talking to you about like the type of career that you set for yourself. How Thanks, you girl. TikTok. But before we go, where do you get your inspiration from? Honestly, from my life. And I was going to say that earlier mm-hmm. as well when you asked me that question. I can't remember. I think it was like, okay, how do you make people laugh? 
I think it's very, very important for every human being, but creative specifically, just be authentic. Mm -hmm. Be authentic. I'm telling you that when you are speaking about something that, even let's say like something that annoys you, the way, yeah. it's, the way you speak about it will not be the way I'll speak about it, just because it specifically annoys you. So just the way you would describe it, that might be what makes it funny to the, an audience as opposed to me. So I always just try to be very authentic to my experience. Like different aspects of my identity, whether it's my Nigerianness, whether it's my Africanness, whether it's my being a woman, just different facets of my identity. And I think like every day I go out into the world i'm just open to being inspired but i'm not yeah. expecting it i'm just open to it if it happens cool thank god we write it down if it doesn't i think another thing is like like i said nothing can come from nothing nothing can come from nothing so just try and put yourself out there and do things because you would figure out the answers the answers are in the doing that's just it you get to extraordinary doings by starting do small doings so I would just say that I'm just inspired by what I find funny, what I enjoy, as in my friends, my my circle, just, yeah. Honestly, mm. first, that's what makes my friends laugh. I'm like, okay, it made them laugh. It made me laugh. Mm. Let's explore. And then you now start crafting it into a story and you figure out yeah. how you deliver it and all those things. But I just yeah. start from what's funny to you, what's interesting to you, what's fascinating mm. to you because your passion People look at Cardi B. That girl blew based on authenticity and passion. It's as simple as that. People, she was real. I think you I can't think she fake it. That's what I'm telling you. You can't fake authenticity. People, yeah. people gravitate towards authenticity because a lot of people want to reach the stage where they are that comfortable with themselves. Yes. And I just think that and you don't radical want, you don't want to become famous. You don't want to become famous faking it. Like you want to become nah. famous, you know, being yourself. So when you do mm-hmm. some certain things, yeah, people are not shocked by your actions. Like, I love Cardi B so much. Like, I, I think her personality is what sold her. No, it is. But, so, I'd always say just be authentic. Just yeah. be authentic. And as long as you are living mm-hmm. authentically, yeah, honestly, the answers will come. The answers yeah. will come to you. I really did enjoy talking to you. Enjoy talking to you as well, girl. Anyways, please do have a good day. Do you, you have too. anything to say? Do you have anything to say? Follow my social media pages, guys. Um, you can find me on TikTok, Instagram, mm-hmm. Twitter, Shinasa underscore underscore Please, Anukam. Follow her, she's very creative. I'm gonna spell it for you: C H I N A S A underscore A N U K A M. Content queen. You will be fed. You'll be eating every week like Noma. She's enjoying herself. So join her to enjoy yourself. Well, All right, stream Lady Dolly music also. Bye, guys. This Sorry. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye, no man. Bye. Bye. Bye.